Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny First Impressions. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adioye Jr. Joining me is twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Right here, Bless. I'm Andy, right here, man. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing fantastic, man. I, uh, you know, we had a good day. Yep. And nothing like nothing like sitting down with some video games with your best bud and drinking a nice oh, cold yeah, brew. Oh, yeah, man. Nice cold drinking brew. Some yeah, brews. cheers, man. You got a glass of vodka. Cheers. I got, yep. a, I got <laughs> glass a glass of clear of, vodka. I got a glass of beer right here, man. It's man. a monster energy. I mean, it's a, it's a party occasion because mm-hmm. we're playing a game mm-hmm. that most people haven't gotten their hands on yet. Yeah. So I was, uh, this past weekend, last weekend, I was sent to... Los Angeles, son of the City of Angels. Nice. That's what they call it. Fun. City of Angels. City man. of Angels. Did you, go, did you go to Hollywood? Stars everywhere. Oh, my gosh. No, I'll tell you what, though. So uh, because I'm not considered the influencer, I'm considered press. Oh, I don't okay. have to say sponsored by uh, Square Enix. I don't have to do all that. Oh, we don't have to do any of that. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, in the right I do have time. to say, hey, yeah, I was sent to L.A. Mm-hmm. It was a free flight and it was a free hotel. And the hotel I stayed in, right next to where the Oscars were. Oh, like I'm I'm legitimately neighboring the big tent that they're setting up for all the Oscars for oh, the red snap. carpet stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, Dude, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, so uh, Greg approached me and was like, "Hey, you like shooters? You like um, multiplayer games?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I got on the court. I'm draining threes." And he's like, "No, Andy, video game shooters." Oh. I was like, "Oh man." Mm. Uh, and so he was like, "Check out this game called Outriders." Uh, it's by Square Enix, and uh, it it's sort of their uh, their version of a of a sort of Western third person shooter. Mm. And I went to go check it out, and uh, Barrett, if you want to play the video, we yeah. Can probably well, just actually, talk right, over right it. before you get into it, I just want to pe- let people know. Of course, this is kind of funny. First impressions. Each and each episode, we join you to talk about the new and exciting games that we're able to get our hands on. You can access it live right here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Except this episode isn't live because this was pre-recorded because there's an ar- embargo that happens every now and then. Yeah. With first impressions, but that means it's more exciting. That means we get to come at you fresh with that content. We don't have to wait. We can just show you straight up. Mm-hmm. Pre-record this thing, put it out. Uh, of course, you can access it also on YouTube com slash kind of funny games and on podcast services around the globe on the Gamescast feed. Today, of course, we're showing you gameplay of Outriders for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, but also yeah. on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh huh. Yeah, Barry. Yeah, let that thing play. Yeah, let this bad boy play. So maybe you have the volume a little bit lower for this because the woman's going to be talking, and it might. You know, I don't want it to be a bunch of dueling voices. So. uh the story of Outriders is you, uh, civilization is dead. Earth mm-hmm. is basically dead. We've run out of all resources. We got to leave. And uh-huh. so we land on some planet named Enoch. Uh, and um, we're basically there to start a settlement and to sort of start society back up again. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's this crazy anomaly. And, and it, it reminds me a lot of, of Anthem. Like, have you, like, okay. you ever heard of that game, Anthem? Yeah. You ever heard of that, that, that one game? game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, haven't thought of Anthem in a long time, <laughs> but this video game uh, ha- sort of has a lot of those similar vibes. Where yeah. there's this now, you mean that like narratively and like in sort of, in sort of narratively, vibe? Okay. yeah, narratively. So so especially with the whole there's an anomaly with Anthem. It was the, the it was this giant sort of mysterious, ambiguous. What is this thing happening? Event mm-hmm. and this uh, an anomaly happens, and we don't really know exactly what it is, but. Um, we are given powers uh, while we're on this planet. And so you, as the outrider, are sort of, you're pushed back into your cryostasis pod. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we get, you know, you stay safe in there, blah, blah, blah. And then you stay in your cryostasis pod for 30 years. Oh, wow. And all while this anomaly is happening. Okay, yeah, th- so we got, what, we got gameplay right here. This is what here. the gameplay is. So that's me. Uh, and that the 
uh, dude with the white beard and hair, that is Alana Pierce. Whoa! Of Funhouse. And then, and then woman with the hair right there. It's that Phil Spencer. Is, <laughs> that is Phil Spencer. No, that is a Andrea Renee. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of stars what on my squad. Right? It was just it was a motley crew wow. of just of just gamers, man. So uh, people can fly are the people that developed this game. It's being published by Square Enix. Mm-hmm. But people can fly they worked on games such as Gears Judgment and uh Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they apparently also have a game called Painkiller. Yeah, Painkiller is an older school sort of shooter. I, I had never played it, um, but yeah. when they mentioned that I sort of like, oh yeah, that game. You know, yeah, they, um, they describe it. In the, on their website as a very ambitious RPG shooter, which to me makes me think kind of like Anthem or like yep. a, a loot shooter. Would you say that, yeah, this is a loot shooter or would you describe it differently? Th- this is definitely a looter shooter, but they uh, they were very explicit in saying this is not a games as a service game. There are no oh. loot boxes. Okay. There are zero loot boxes. It is essentially, think uh, Gears and The Division. Uh, is what I would mix it as because okay. you get to play with your friends, you get to play with your fellow outriders. Um, Did they talk about whether or not it's like a live game at all, or is it like what you get is what you get? We're not gonna like expand, keep expanding this over and over again. Uh, I, it seems like the, I mean they they did mention end game and all that sort all okay. those sort of uh, nouns those that you hear terms. when it comes yeah those buzzwords yeah. when you get to. Uh, to these uh, sort of looter shooters, so people did ask about end game content, and they were you know very um, secretive about it, of course. Um, but uh, the the whole game is about essentially you, oh, wow. you pick uh, from three different classes. Uh-huh. You pick from uh, the pyromancer, and Andrea was the pyromancer. Okay. And it's sort of like your mage type, um, high DPS powers, mm-hmm. high DPS uh, powers, but kind of squishy, right? You're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna have a lot of defense there. I played as the Devastator, and I basically just, you know, Alana and Andrea picked their classes first. I was left with the Devastator. I was pretty bummed out about that. But hey, it doesn't but matter you know what, what class I am, because I'm, I'm just clicking heads left and right here. You can see this <laughs> You're gameplay. You're devastating those Man. people. Dude. I'm fucking them up. I'm just clicking heads left and right. It doesn't matter. You put a sniper within my hands, this war's over. Adolf Hitler's dead, dude. And um, so I, the Devastator class is sort of the tank class. Um, has the ability hey, of... you're getting it in. I like I'm it. I'm getting it. <laughs> Let oh, me tell man. you, man. Um, the Devastator class is really cool. Um, think like the thing from Fantastic Four. Okay. Um, so y- you kind of... Um, you can min- manipulate the earth and, and rocks and shit like that. Yeah. And so the main power you sort of start off with, you can see at the bottom of the, of the screen of the gameplay. Oh. That's sort of the ability where it sort of creates this wave of rocks. Yeah. And it not only stuns abilities and knocks them down, but it, it causes damage. Um, and as we keep flying through this level, uh, Alana was the trickster, I believe. Let me okay. let me get that correct. Correct. So as, you, as you're looking for this, I have a question. So like, what is what is the goal of what you're doing right now? Are you trying to get to the end of the level, or is there are there like yeah, this is base, this is towards the end? So we couldn't show you the prologue. Okay. Uh, that was uh, uh, off um, off limits. Um, so right here, we're we're sort of just running through this mission now. Let, uh, here, I'll, I'll tell you this about about games like this and this game as well. I'm sure the story it gets really, really great and awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing was kind of eh, right? I'm okay. kind of like the some of the dialogue that's happening. The the voice acting seems kind of eh. kind of suspect. Yeah, right? from people can fly. That's kind of the vibe I've gotten from. Like I I played some of Bulletstorm and it didn't necessarily feel like the most like grounded story based narrative uh, third person shooter, but it seemed like confident enough. Confident yeah. enough in the shooting. So I was like, and it was fun. I'm, I'm getting the. I'm not gonna get the name right because I don't even remember the name. And it's uh, because I'm that just. I'm that bad at my job. <laughs> but uh, one of the gentlemen who worked on 
uh, several Telltale games, it was the lead writer for this. Oh, okay. So I, I yeah, I gotta huh. assume because there were really cool story beats that happened that I won't spoil for uh, for the viewer. That oh, wow. were so this looks very Destiny. Very Destiny like. Yes, the looting is very Destiny like. Um, everything from customizing. Get, can you go back to that, Barrett, and just sort of freeze? Um, so um, again. The, there's five slots to the right of the character, and it's it's helmet, it's the suit, it's the legs, uh-huh. it's the I don't know what's below the legs, and it's the, <laughs> and it's the boots or whatever. It's the knees. And so there, are, yeah, the knee, yeah, it might be. Who knows? I don't remember. Um, but you can customize all these, and we'll see the screen pop up later on where I am a little bit more kitted out. Mm. Uh, but the weapons on the left, uh, you yeah, have he's... two weapons, and then you have a sidearm. Okay. So, um, and are the two weapons? I know I'm getting the details, but I don't know if you'd remember this. But like, are the two weapons? whatever they want to be or are they like okay you have snipers rocket launchers whatever and then on this in this box you have these certain types of weapons i think they restricted you if i remember correctly because i i felt like um you have to have two different classes of weapons it felt like whether Uh it was a shotgun and a sniper or a shotgun and an ar i don't Uh know if you could mix up an ar and an ar okay yeah that's why Um, that's why i'm driving at. Uh, and so they, they are all in sort of subcategories. Uh, so you can click uh, continue, Barrett. Thank you for stopping it. Um, the Trickster, by the way, is what Alana played as. And the Trickster has a lot of really cool abilities where uh, they can essentially manipulate time. Okay. So they have these really cool AOE uh, things where it's just a blue bubble area of effect, by the way, for you non-gamers out there. Uh, it's a big blue bubble, and when enemies are inside of it, they start moving in slow motion. Mm-hmm. And you'll see in certain moments of the fighting... I, I left this gameplay in here so you could just sort of see how... This is kind of how the hub world looks, essentially. Um, but the, the AoE stuff with the, uh, with the trickster, it's a big blue bubble, and enemies in it are moving in slow-mo. Uh, and it's really cool because as they shoot, you see their bullets traveling in this bubble. Oh, okay. And it's that's, really, it's really nice. sick. And, and it provides you with the... The ability to, much like in Anthem, combine uh, attacks. Like, yeah, different abilities. Where, different so th- there are several moments you'll see in this video where uh, Alana does the the slow-mo bubble thing. There's a bunch of enemies in there. Mm-hmm. And then I do my rock thing. And I knock uh-huh. a bunch of people in there. And so there's a lot of cool way to combo moves. But those are only the the sort of entry-level moves. Uh, this is a... I just left this in here so you can sort of see, hey, what, what it's like to buy stuff from... Yeah. From dudes. Um, oh wow! So yeah. this really is like a a, a loot game. It, it is totally a, a looter shooter, which I didn't really get that vibe when we first got there. But mm-hmm. but when we first got there, I just assumed it would be kind of a a, a really story based game that yeah you could play with your friends if you'd like. But uh-huh. then once these elements started surfacing, I was like, oh yeah, this is totally. Is it meant this, for a co op? Meant for multiplayer? It feels feel like? like it. Yeah, I feel like it'd be not as fun to play it without friends. Uh-huh. Um, is this like a hub area that you're in? Or? This is Yeah, this is sort of the main hub area. Uh, so everything's sort of ruined again. The world... Is, so this takes place 30 years after you awaken from the cryostasis pod. Mm-hmm. And you are an altered being. A- okay. And it's, it's really neat because people in the beginning of the game that you sort of uh, conversed with, you pop out of the cryostasis pod and they're old now. Because oh. they lived those 30 years, wow. and you were frozen, like, totally preserved. It's like preserved. Breath of the Wild type thing. It's pretty sick, yeah. yeah. And so you walk out, and you have to talk to them, and some of them aren't too happy about the situation because they're they're basically dealing with this awful situation. So the, the anomaly affected everything. So that's why the, the enemies and the villains are so much more powerful now. Mm. Um, 
it, you know, they talk about in the cutscene, like, we were altered, but so were they. And it shows, like, how just creatures in nature start to become mm-hmm. sort of these mutant creatures or whatever. Um, highly, uh, more uh, highly powered and stuff like yeah. that. This is an example. This is a, just a little piece of the cutscene that I left in. Um, okay, I'm not a huge fan of the voice actor. I, a, I hope it kind of improves a little bit. But it, it, it reminds me of... Did you ever... You played Heavy Rain, of course Yeah, I played did. a lot of Heavy Rain, I, yeah. yeah. So, uh... It reminds me of somebody who isn't a, a, native, a native English speaker, yeah, but like, trying to do an American accent. Yeah, somebody with a different accent. Trying yeah, to do so it yeah. reminds you of Heavy Rain, where everybody was Swedish, but they were trying to be American. Yeah, and I would just prefer just be Swedish, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can see that. It, it kind of, and it may not be, but it just sounds like that. There's sort of like little um, things about the speech yeah. patterns that just. What's what's the game like tonally? Like, is is it very is it very much like serious? Like we're taking every this world it's is a, supposed to be grounded. It's a very it serious, dreary world, but okay. there are uh, there are moments of of levity, and there's some comedic moments between you and certain characters, and there's kind of like the remember what we did back home, and like yeah. I remember that, you know, like there's they want you to sort of. I get attached to these. So this is the so, source. Yeah, this is you what can you're see talking the, about. the bullets awesome. flying. It's really sick. That's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. So the, the mood that I had starting off with this game is like the first couple of minutes in the prologue, I didn't feel like I was going to enjoy this, and mm-hmm. I felt like it was going to be pretty uh, generic of a title. Yeah. But an hour in, me and Alana and Andrew are having a blast. Really? Like, so, legitimately having a lot of fun playing this. I, that's what I was, I was about to say at, toward the beginning of this when we first started seeing gameplay. It looked different than what I expected. Like, I expected something to be... I expected it to look more like a... Um, like, effects-heavy, like, okay, yeah, this is a grounded first-person shooter. I didn't really expect all of the, these online elements. And so when I first saw it, I was like, oh... Yeah. All right, let, let's see what this looks like. But yeah, it, it looks like it, it looks like a fun time. It's really sick. Yeah, and if, you know, all the the enemies have all their different variants, uh, similar to in Borderlands, how you have the the psychos that run at you really fast, and they're more melee based, and then there are bigger bosses and uh, more brooding sort of of enemies. Mm-hmm. And and it's one thing the I played on PC, um, and Andrea and uh, Alana were playing on, on uh, with a controller. Yeah, um, but. Alana is a sort of Gears veteran, and I think Andrea is too. I am not. I've never really liked Gears. Uh-huh. Um, mostly just because it was a little too bro for me. Yeah. It was a little too, like, eh, I feel we're, you. we're big buff oh, dudes. Big yeah, I was like, muscles. all right. Like, it just didn't it didn't fit that vibe. But uh, Alana loved it, and she she was talking about how the, the movement felt great. I mm-hmm. This, it again, it reminds me a lot of Division, but it doesn't feel slow. Division always felt very plodding and yeah. very heavy. And this is obviously a lot more like Gears, where you are flying around a lot. There's the the ability to dodge out of the way from explosive. You know, whenever there's a grenade near you, you see the area of effect that the grenade's mm-hmm. gonna explode. And I just love the fast, frenetic sort of energy. Of, yeah, I was gonna say. So, d- it. does it feel like a cover-based shooter in the sense that, like, you feel like you have to find cover and 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 not pop out and like feel kind of scared at, scared for your survival, or do you feel like you're running around a lot more so uh, i i think you are running around a lot more i mm-hmm. think it's uh, th- there are several moments where we tried that a little bit later on in this video and it gets really it gets uh kind of hairy because we are overpowered and we uh-huh. have to take cover uh every every class has uh ways to heal themselves as well um and i forgot how andrea's class the pyromancer and alana's class the trickster heal themselves but mine is really cool where I, if I am killing enemies at a close range, mm-hmm. I am uh, gaining back a certain amount of, of health. 
Okay. And that's my method of healing. Um, but yeah, I, earlier on, we saw sort of a skill tree, and you'll see it here pop up a bit later as well. But the skill trees let you go into three paths, mm-hmm. similar to Borderlands. And I'm not sure how those affect your abilities. I got to assume it's more health, you know, more magic, or more uh, combat, you know, is yeah. what I got to assume it is. Does this game feel like it, it does anything to separate itself from other third person shooters of, of a similar ilk? Or does it feel like just another one of those so far from from what i've seen from what i am seeing i feel like i've seen this before yeah i and i totally agree and i think it's just a matter of playing it and seeing what the moment-to-moment combat feels like okay because i i wouldn't disagree this game doesn't pop out to me as anything mind-blowing um but actually playing it with friends and getting into uh and you know there's some frame rate issues and stuff here as well, mm-hmm. but it's obviously pre-build. Yeah. You know this is all you know unoptimized and stuff. Um, yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I think that this game at first glance seems pretty generic, right? Um, yeah. But it's the the way the arenas are built out. When you do enter an area with a lot of enemies, mm-hmm. I think it's all super smartly designed. Um, this is a cool little side mission where you. Um, the devs made it clear that they will they're they want to sort of shock you and mm-hmm. subvert your expectations with what happens with certain characters. So this guy is like, "Hey, I've got a lot of uh I got a lot of secret sta- I got a secret stash of um of, you know, wares that you could buy." And you're like, "Sure, let's do that." Uh and then stuff happens that I sort of cut away from because I don't want the the player to be spoiled by. Yeah. Um but it's cool and and you know, this guy's supposed to be like any typical guy that you're buying mm-hmm. gear from, and then story stuff happens. Is it like, is it violent, or how would you describe it? Yeah, it's violent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's, there's a lot of like, you know, kind of shocking uh, kills that happen in this game. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, this is an example of one of the the sort of mini bosses that you encounter. Is that I'd that, say he's that guy less in, in, in raptured in flames. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's this dude right here. I'd say it's less of a mini boss because he does sort of have oh, his okay. own cutscene yeah. arc and everything. Um, but so right now I have all three of my abilities unlocked. Me, if you look at the bottom of the screen, my second skill turns me basically into the thing and oh, rocks okay. envelop my whole body, and I take a lot less percentage of damage. Mm-hmm. We we I don't know if you said we saw it a little bit before in like a different interaction. Oh, gotcha. And that was really cool. Like you you saw all of the rocks like come. It's really cool. You. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Yeah, dope. and you'll see it right here again. I, I eventually do it. I had to heal Alana here because she died. She sucks at games. <laughs> Dang, Alana. She's so wow. bad at games. Wow. Uh, Funhouse fun should just give yeah, you the job. Dude, wow. It's really embarrassing, Man. dude. You should hire me instead. Andrew and Andy just carrying Alana. Yeah, for real. Um, so the, the, the third ability is pretty neat because I go up into the sky and I'm able to click down on an enemy and I kind of jump yeah. down to them. And it's, it is sort of a, a spread effect. It is an air, area of effect attack where anybody sort of in the vicinity gets hit and stunned. Um, this is the, I think during this part, uh, Andrea's game had crashed or something like that. There mm-hmm. was like a, a disconnection a error there at, this, at the uh, event. So it was just me and Alana kind of tearing through this. Um, but the, uh, the game does have sort of these world tiers, mm-hmm. similar to The Division, where you could play at a higher world tier and get uh, face tougher enemies and have uh, tougher loot. Yeah. The game will not have... Um, dynamic leveling in terms of what Borderlands 3 did. Okay. So they were pretty explicit in saying, like, we tried that out. We didn't really like the way that felt in terms of, like, they they said it felt like it had no weight or consequence to it where, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, uh, um, but in, in Borderlands, uh, 
where Baird can be level 50 and I can be level 12, yeah. and I walk in and we have no trouble. Yeah, you're able to play in each other's games because of skills. Yeah, they, they are very much like, uh, if you're level 12 and you go into a level 50's game, it's going to be way fucking up. harder for you. Or, what the level 50 person can do is play at a lower world tier, mm -hmm. and you can meet in the middle if you'd like. It depends on the host's game. Whoever okay. the host is sort of has control of that. Did they um, did they say how long this game might be at all? Uh, did I, they didn't really. They didn't hint at that. Um, I got to assume it's a. If you main path it, I got to assume it's like a twenty to thirty hour. I have no uh -huh. idea, but gotcha. I, it, it doesn't feel like a small game. One really neat thing is a. Uh, this game has sort of this this mobile forward operating base oh. where uh, you have a giant truck. That uh, it reminds me of in Dragon Age Inquisition, where you could go to separate campsites and mm -hmm. set up, and kind of uh, uh, even like in Red Dead Redemption uh, yeah. Part Two, where you can go to certain sites and kind of and set up. And yeah, it's you, always you, moving. You could do that with these these uh, trucks or whatever, uh, mm. and uh, you can customize the truck. And I apparently you don't control the truck, but it is. Customizable in a sense that you could have, I guess, better weapons on it, or yeah. it's kind of just like your home away from home. Um, right here is the the skill tree mm -hmm. where we see three of the the classes. So entangler is, I believe, more of the up close combat uh, melee. The middle is warden, which is you have more of your uh, sort of your magic points, your skill points, and mm -hmm. the bottom is seism seismic shifter. And I clicked that one because that was more of a health benefit. So okay. the first uh, skill point was like. You know, you see, you get more health at this little, you know, blip. Yeah. And I moved on and uh, and I, I leveled up there. Um, I like what, what it's Tim's here. Hey, Tim. Hey. Just want to jack this for a second, guys. Uh, letting you guys know and announcing to you guys that on Friday we're going to be doing a stream of Bleeding Edge. Whoa. Uh, I got both you guys' codes for it. I slacked yeah. you on, so. Dude, I am excited. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. So Very if you're watching, if you're that. watching this on Thursday tomorrow, look forward to that stream live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games. That's very. Exciting. And yeah. if you're watching this on Thursday later today, we'll be streaming some Bloodroots. No, we're not. Oh, doing we're not replacing that. Okay, okay. Sorry, Bloodroots. Um, um, so go ahead and uh, I, I guess keep playing, Bear. Really quick, I just want oh, to point out that there's some skill points like in between each tree. So like I. I I assume that's going to be like a little bit of half and half, and I like that idea. Yeah, yeah and, and or you know, because uh, based on like what Destiny does, where it's like, you know, you could get extra health points or this and that. You know, it's kind of like, it's usually like an either or situation. Gotcha. But I, again, it looks you know pretty in depth. Uh, if you keep playing it, I think yeah. we get towards a a boss uh, ish fight. Yeah, we got um, about two more minutes in this clip, so yeah. Be so close. the. Um, yeah, again, I just love the way this sort of levels are designed. Um, Do you, does your, guns feel great. Does your character have any personality? Are they a silent protagonist? Or no, like they, in, in cutscenes they talk. They talk in the Yeah, in the they are They are sort of the main dude in the cutscenes. Do, do you customize your character or create your character? Yes, you do. Interesting. Um, okay. They, I, I hope there's a little bit... It reminds me of Destiny, where... You, you do, will a limit. You will rarely see your customer... Or uh, your, your customized yeah, character, so... Yeah. The obviously they, it all comes down to budget, right? Like, mm -hmm. y you know, you if you have a lot of budget yeah, and you want to put it towards the creation of different helmet designs and different masks and or yeah. hoods or whatever, then that's where it's going to go. But uh, character to custom customization, there wasn't a whole lot there. Mm -hmm. But you're barely going to ever see your character. Well, I mean, you do have the ability, like in Destiny, to v watch your cutscenes without the helmet. 
Oh. Yeah. Um, cool. And so this is sort of like the lead up towards one of the one of the first bosses. I don't I don't show much of it, but it's just mm-hmm. it's just you know they're trying to bring in a lot of personality yeah. into. So I saw a jump there. Was that your editing or was that the game? Oh, that was because they started the mission, so it took me there. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. that was like a, the second or third time I saw that. So yeah. I was curious. Um, yeah. So this is sort of like this guy has been Whoa. altered by. You know, as all fuck. Yeah. This dude is altered as hell, you know? <laughs> dude, he's like a Sith Lord. Super yeah. altered. It's pretty sick, yeah. Th- so it this, pretty awesome. This boss fight was pretty lengthy and meaty, and it was a lot of fun once you start to figure out the, uh, the attack patterns yeah. uh, were pretty interesting. It reminds me a lot of how Borderlands had really fun uh, attack um, patterns from bosses. Just uh, same with the Division, you know, mm-hmm. where... You know, attacks are made, and then you have to avoid those those damage things on the ground. You know, yeah. and those things are constantly moving and evolving, and you have to go run for cover every once in a while because he's going to have a move that isn't avoidable. You know, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, the game just it, it, again, it's just it's think the division or Borderlands with a lot more fun movement. I think like in Gears of War, where okay. just dodging and stuff just becomes kind of second nature. You have to always be avoiding attacks. And uh, a great thing is, uh, see, you see that? Can you rewind that a little bit? Uh, that effect is that effect is so fucking cool. Where it's an it's an effect that uh, that Alana is uh, putting on his ass, and other enemy. It was happening to other enemies as well. Where you see his body, a skeleton. Yeah. You s- oh, that's awesome. That's fucking sick. That's pretty sick. Like the, the there's a lot of polish, art, and effect wise in this game. Um, it's beautiful to look at, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a blast to play, man. Yes. I, I really can't wait to to get my hands on it. Uh, a, a game that kind of came out of nowhere, where yeah, it was we, at that it was at that E three conference. I remember yeah. seeing the reveal and being like, "All right, we'll see." Like that that looks like a game for sure. Like, yeah, it, it was just it was just like uh, this woman looks like Furiosa from Mad Max. Yeah, but n- I don't really but see and, much and else. It coming out of Square Enix was like the key thing that kind of yeah. uh, uh, caught my attention because if you remember the like, E three. Square Enix, uh, their conference was just like a bunch of JRPGs, like JRPG, 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 and then they showed this in then Avengers, and I was yeah. like, what's Outriders? Yeah. Like, I want to see more of that. Um, I, I was talking with uh, Michael Huber from Easy Allies, and we were like, suddenly we care about this now, because mm. like we played it, and it's fun as hell, and uh, awesome. the story seems intriguing enough to where I... Again, I'm not a huge fan of the the dialogue so far, but again, we only played like the first two hours yeah. or so, and even then, you know, we're we're screwing around in, in menus and lo- looking at our loot and upgrading constantly. Yeah. Um, do you? So this is gonna be a weird question, but do you feel like you know the game's coming out on PS5 and Xbox Series X? Did you feel like it was a Series X game at all, or did did it did it seem like it was like yeah, we're, they're just porting it over? No, I it. it it felt like a really high-powered PC game, multiplayer okay. game, like in the sense of what when you see somebody play Destiny online on PC, where you know yeah, we, the settings all the way we're we're, up we're and... streaming it or we're not streaming it, but we were playing it at you know very very high. Fr- I gotta yeah. assume like 144 hertz or up. Yeah, uh, it felt super smooth. It felt really really great. Um, yeah, I I can't say visually that I felt like it. Like took a th- took things up a notch. Yeah, uh, but I think a lot of that is because it is this sort of. Not a shared world shooter, but it is a it's a multiplayer, a multiplayer game, game with a lot of other elements. Yeah, you know, a lot of stuff going on. This isn't a single player, uh, straight to the a- yeah, action adventure, Naughty Dog God game, of War. You know? yeah, yeah, this is a there's a lot more to it, but um, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. Again, a game that kind of came out of nowhere where I just didn't think much of it, but it seems like it's going to be a blast, and I can't wait to play it with friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it, I think it's a game that'll take 
some people convincing of whether they are into the mood or not. But I think someone like Greg, who is into sort of that loot grind and really yeah. found a lot of joy and fun from the division, uh, it is a less a little less tactical. Obviously, there's yeah. not like these drones and all these like gadgets, but a lot of it is just powers and getting up in the action. Yeah, it seems more know. for like the Borderlands fan than yeah, the Division fan. for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, everybody, let us know what you think of Outriders. Let us know in the comments. Remember to smash that like button. I guess that's the thing I'm saying now. Hit the like button, guys. Actually, that's a, again, that's a you feature hosted, bit. You hosted this for like four episodes and it wasn't until we recorded something it's, else yeah. where you were like, how do I end this I show? don't know how to end, end these anymore. Remember, this is kind of funny first it's impressions. It's super smooth right now. Each episode, yeah. uh, you join us, talk about new games we get our hands on, all that good stuff. Remember youtube.com slash kind of funny games, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, podcast services around the globe, games cast. Let us know what you think of Outriders. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve. <laughs>